Lord, we love you, Jesus. We magnify your holy name, dear God. Lord, have your way in this place, Jesus. Let your Holy Ghost be in our midst, dear God. We need you tonight, Jesus. We can't make it without a fresh touch of your Holy Ghost. Strengthen, dear God. Lift up, dear Lord. Encourage, dear God, in the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. It is good to be in the house of the Lord tonight. If you have a Bible, I invite for you to turn with me to the book of 2 Timothy. Book of 2 2 Timothy, chapter 2, beginning at verse 1. Thou therefore, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. In the things that thou hast heard of me among many witnesses, the same commit thou to faithful men who shall be able to teach others also. Thou therefore endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. No man that warreth entangleth himself with the affairs of this life, that he may please him who have chosen him to be a good soldier. You can be seated tonight. Reading in this, these couple of scriptures, Paul is writing to Timothy, and he's giving him instructions on how to go about things. And um, he comes to the, where he tells them to endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. And then he goes on to talk about no man that warreth, um, that he doesn't entangle himself uh, with the cares of this life. And I begin to think about what that means because I begin to think the mindset of a soldier and the mindset that a soldier is trained to have. Um, when a soldier goes through basic training, it's to, te- it's to show them or to see if they will be able to make it when it comes time for the war. It's to prepare them. It's to get them um, in a place or in a condition where they can begin to hold up in a time of war. Um, they go through different physical trainings. Um, there's a lot of mental that takes place as well because when you're out there in the heat of the battle, you have to be able to, to make it or you're going to uh, do the things that is required to make it or you're not going to come out alive. So a lot of these things they teach them in, the, in this basic training. And I begin to think the mindset of a soldier. A soldier is trying to make it. A soldier is trying to do the things that he or she has been taught to, in order to survive. And I begin to think that that's no different from the church because Paul told him to endure hardness as a, as a good soldier. And then he said a man that warreth, that he doesn't entangle himself with the cares of this life. You'll read in a parable where Jesus talked about um, the seed that fell on different ground, which that seed was the word of God. 
And it talked about the ground. It talked about the, uh, the, the seed falling among thorns. And that the cares of this life choked that seed out. The devil would love nothing more for the church to become uh, caught up in the cares of this life. He would love nothing more for us to be, begin to become entangled, tied up with the things of this life. But God has called us to be a part of something that is so much greater than this world. He's called us to be a part of something that is way much more valuable than the riches, than the fame, uh, than anything that you can obtain in this world. Tonight, it is my focus to endure and to stand and to fight as that good soldier that God has called me. Because it's not about what I obtain in this world, but it's more about what I do for Jesus Christ. It's more about what I do for the kingdom of God. And he said that you may please him that has called you. It is my desire to please the one that has elected me to be such a part of such a great fight that we're a part of tonight. In case you don't know, you are a part of a war. You are a part of a battle. You are a part of a fight. And it's a fight for the souls of men and women. It's the fight for your own soul, for your family's soul. I can't become entangled. We can't become entangled with the cares of this life. You can be seated. Begin to think about some of the cares of this life that if we're not careful, that it will, it will drain all of our energy. It will take all of our focus and we will never do anything. We will never be, in, be active for the kingdom of God. Because work is something that will drain you and it will drain you until you have nothing else to give. You can't give time to the Lord. You can't give time in prayer. You can't give time in reading God's word. You can't give time in our Bible study. You can't give time in knocking of doors. Because you are entangled with this. I understand that God has blessed us to work a job. But at the end of the day, I need to understand what I've really been called to be a part of. And it's more spiritual than it is natural than anything. Come on, God has called us to be a witness. He's called us to be a light. He's called us to be an example. And we can't be that if we are entangled with the cares of this life. We can't be that if we are entangled with what's going on in this world. You can be seated tonight. I could care less what is taking place in Hollywood. I don't want to get entangled with that. I could care less what they're talking about and what they're doing on Facebook. That's a bunch of garbage. I could care less about that because I'm not getting entangled with that because it doesn't amount to anything. But what I want to be a part of is something that is so much supernatural. It is spiritual. Come on, in case you don't know it, you are in a war. You are in a battle. And God has called us to stand strong. He has called us to be equipped and go out. can be seated tonight. A soldier, when they go out to battle, there's, there's certain gear that they have to have on. There's a certain equipment that they have with them. Well, tonight I want to understand that if I ent entangle myself 
with the things of this world then I won't have on the things that I need to have on that will protect me from the, the wiles of the enemy or the attack of the devil. The Bible tells us about be, having on the armor of God. In other words, that we may be able to stand in that evil day. If you are entangled with the things of this world, then you will not be prepared for the battle. Come on, tonight I want to be prepared for the battle. I don't know about anybody else, but I got my shield of faith. I got my sword Come on, in case you don't know, it's the word of God. And I am ready to stand for what is right. I am ready to stand for what is true, for what really matters. You can be seated tonight. If we're not careful, we can become entangled with fighting against one another and being as, having a quarrelsome spirit against one another come on the devil will love nothing more for you to go against your brother go against your sister go against your leadership he will love nothing more for for husband and wives to get caught up in finding arguing and lose focus on what it's really about come on it's not about winning uh, argument it's not about winning and seeing who's right it's about standing it's about moving forward in jesus name Come on, Saul wasted so much time chasing devil as he thought that David was his enemy. But David wasn't his enemy. His enemy had always been the Philistines. And because of his lack of spirituality, he lost his life. His children lost his life. Come on, I don't want to get caught up and fighting against my brother and fighting against my sister. I want to know who my enemy is tonight. Come on, the Bible says that he is our adversary and he is like a roaring lion seeking who he may devour. I want to know who I'm fighting against tonight. And it's that old serpent. It's that old dragon. It's the devil. It is Satan. I'm not fighting against my brother. I'm not fighting against my sister. But more importantly, I'm standing with them united for this common cause that we've been called to be a part of. And that's the fight, that good fight of faith. You can be seated tonight. Paul told them, don't get entangled with these things. Because it's nothing but a waste of time. It will do nothing but soak up all your energy, soak up all your time, that you can't commit yourself to what God has called us to be a part of. A soldier, when they're out in that battlefield, there's nothing else on their mind other than coming out alive and other than, if it's possible, saving their others because they know that their enemy doesn't sleep. You don't know what angle they're coming from. You don't know what direction they're coming from. Well, we got to be the same way spiritually because the devil is coming. The devil is coming. He doesn't sleep. He doesn't stop. He is coming. He's coming to destroy you. He's coming to destroy your family. And if, I, if all I'm concerned about is things in this life, then God help me. I'm not going to win the battle. I'm going to lose. I'm going to fail. But I got to be alert. The Bible talks about being sober. It talks about being vigilant. 
Come on, we got to be alert. We can't be spiritually asleep, but we can't, we got to awake to what's really going on tonight. Come on, David said, awake me lest I sleep the sleep of death. Come on, I ain't interested in falling asleep spiritually tonight. I'm not interested in falling out on the battlefield, but I want to be awake. I want to be alert. I want to know where he's coming from that I may be able to stand. can be seated tonight. He also made a statement. He said, be not, you'll read what Paul made a statement. He talked about not being entangled with the yoke of bondage. You know, it's important that when God has pulled us out, when God has delivered us, when he's broken every chain off of our lives, it is important that we stay free. It is important that we keep moving forward, not looking backwards, not going back to this world, not going back to the hog pen, not beginning to desire those old things that God has delivered us from. Come on, God has broken broken things off of my life that I have no desire of going back to. I have no desire of going back to those old ways because I know where I was like and it wasn't a good thing, but I know where I am tonight and it's in a good place. Come on, we're standing on a sure foundation tonight. There ain't no going back. Come on, he said, if you look back, then you're not fit for my kingdom. You're not fit to be a part of what I've told you to be a part of. I want to be fit. I want to be equipped. I want to be moving forward with my hand to the plow. My eyes are where it needs to be tonight. You can be seated tonight. Unfortunately, the truth is, some people will look back. Some people will draw back because they forget what God has done for them. Now, more importantly, they forget the bondage. They forget the misery. They forget the pain. Let me tell you, I don't know, I don't care what kind of hardship I go through while I'm in the church. My worst day in the church is better than any day out in the world. It's better than any day out in the world. I don't care what this world calls happiness, but it's not true happiness. It's nothing but a facade. It's nothing but a mirage. But guess what? Trouble is not going to last our way. Weeping man do it for the night, but guess what? Joy is going to come in the morning as long as you keep your hand in God's unchanging hand. Come on, I know that the work that he started in me, he's well able to complete it. He's well able to finish. He hasn't brought me this far to leave me. You can be seated tonight. You'll read in the the Old Testament, throughout the Old Testament, as the children of Israel, God brought them out of bondage. He delivered them. He set them free. And you'll find out that as time went on, they begin to desire the things of Egypt. They begin to, in their heart, they begin to desire those things and want those things, forgetting being beaten, forgetting about being uh, put to work day in and day out. I don't want to forget how bad this world was. 
I want to understand that when I was in this world, there was no good thing. There was nothing good going on, but it was bad. Even when it may have looked like it was good, you may, you find out that it was bad. But I want to understand that what God has pulled me out of and what he has placed me a part of is the greatest thing in that anybody could ever come in contact with. Being a part of God's body is the greatest thing that you will ever be a part of. And in case you don't know how you become a part of that, you repent of your sins, you get baptized in Jesus' name, and God will fill you with the gift of the Holy Ghost. And you keep moving forward in Jesus' name, walking in holiness and righteousness and overcoming daily. You can be seated tonight. So I don't want to entangle, be entangled with the things of this life. People will fight. They will argue. They will struggle to try to become some great thing in this world and never give God the time that he is supposed to have. Never give God the time to begin to work in their lives as they are entangled, as they are involved in the cares of this life and the things of this life. I know that we have to make a living in this life. I understand that. I thank God for the things that he's provided, but that shouldn't take priority over spiritual things because when it's all said and done, what you've done for the kingdom of God whether you've been born of the water and born of the spirit is the only thing that's going to matter. That's the only thing that is going to last. And Paul is telling him, don't get entangled with these things. But you are, you, you, your focus is to please the one that has called you, the one that has elected you. When a person is drafted for the, for the army, they, has been, they have been handpicked. Well, guess what? We are a part of such a greater army than the armor of this world. And guess what? We have been handpicked to do this job. We have been handpicked to go out and preach this gospel. Come on, I don't know about anybody else, but I want to please the one that has chosen me for such a great fight as this. You can be seated tonight. There are those that they will spend their time pleasing themselves or trying to please others. I don't want to get caught up in that tonight, but I want to please him tonight. It was said last night that Enoch had a testimony, and that was that he pleased God. What a great testimony that is to say that you please God in all of your ways and all of your thoughts and everything that you did. Come on, I'm not trying to please myself because that's the spirit of this world. Everybody is pleasing themselves. They're heaping things unto themselves to blame pressure and please themselves. But I want to please him tonight. Come on. In the days of Jesus in his earthly ministry when he was baptized by John the Baptist, a voice from heaven said, this is my son and who I am well pleased in. I want him to be well pleased in my actions tonight. You can be seated. If we are walking 
according to our flesh, according to this world, then we won't please God. We won't please God. We'll only be caught up in the things of this world. We'll only be caught up in our own ideas, in our own ambitious ambitions. That's all we'll be focused on. And there will not be any pleasing God in this. But I want to understand what God has called me to be a part of. This is the greatest thing that you could ever be a part of. Come on, I could care less about the health care plan of this world. It don't mean nothing. It's not going to last. I could care less about this economy. My God owns the cattle on the hill, and I know that he is well able to provide at any time. David said, I was young, and now I'm old, and I've never seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed out begging for bread. Come on, I'm not taking thought for tomorrow. I know that the Lord has it all worked out. All I want to be focused on is what he's called me to do, and that is to be a light. That is to be a witness. That is to be an example. Come on, that is to preach this gospel. You can be seated tonight. I'm not worried. I'm not afraid. But I stand on God's word tonight. And I'm not saying that in an arrogant way. I'm saying that that I believe his word. I believe that he is going to provide. God knows exactly what you need. And he knows how to give it to you exactly when the time is right. I want to put my trust in that tonight. I'm not fighting trying to build myself up in this world. I'm putting it in his hands. I'm not taking thought for tomorrow. Tomorrow will take care of itself. And I know that he will make it. He will, he will plan out tomorrow for me. He will have it all there in line in the way that it needs to be. Tonight, I want to be focused. I don't want to lose that focus. So many people are losing this message. So many people are losing focus as this world, as the age of this world is flooding people's heart. I don't want to sit in front of a TV and waste my time while people are dying and going to hell. I don't want to sit in front of a computer and put up what I'm doing. Who cares what you're doing? The problem is... What are you doing for the kingdom of God? Are you teaching Bible studies? Are you knocking doors? Are you being a witness? Are you being a light? Are you being what God has called you to be? Are you entangled with the tears of this life? We can't lose focus tonight. We can't lose focus tonight. Our souls depend on it. Our children's souls depend on it. Your husband's soul depends on it. Your wife's soul depends on it. Your co-worker's soul depends on it. Come on, God has called us to be a part of something great and something wonderful. If we lose focus on that, then what are we doing? We're not doing what he's called us to do. You can be seated tonight. telling you it's the devil's master plan to entangle you. It is his plan. It is his job to get you wrapped up in the things of this world. And what he's bringing, it ain't no, it ain't something new. It's the same old trick. He's just put a new face on it. And people are falling for it time and time again. 
People are leaving. They're backsliding. They're letting go of this thing. When you're in the army, there's a such thing that's called as um, when a person is wanting to to back out or dis- be discharged, they call it a, a honorable discharge, and they have so many different reasons for you can that you would be granted that. Well, guess what? There's no honor in backing out on the kingdom of God. There is no honor. There is no excuse on leaving and walking out on where God has placed you. Come on, I'm not walking around aimlessly. I'm not like one that's beating the air and not accomplishing anything. But I got my eyes on where it needs to be. I got my mind on what it needs to be. There ain't no withdrawing. There ain't no going back. But I'm moving forward in Jesus' name. The church is moving forward in Jesus' name. You can be seated tonight. So he told them to endure hardship as a good soldier. There's going to be hardship. There's going to be persecution. As it was just mentioned earlier tonight, as you read in the book of Acts, when the church was established, so many different spirits came up against them and tried to stop them from preaching the name of Jesus. But you see that they endured it. They kept moving. They kept moving forward. Jesus made the statement. He said that he that endureth to the end shall be saved. So that lets us know there's going to be some things to overcome. There's going to be some things that we're going to have to go through. There's going to be some obstacles that we're going to have to overcome. But by the name of Jesus, we can overcome it if we keep our eyes on where it needs to be. Come on, I'm not backsliding tonight. I'm not jumping off the ship tonight. But I'm holding on saying, I know you got this. I know you got me. I know you can work it out. I know you can provide. So I want to endure hardship as a good soldier tonight. You can be seated. Because it's going to come. It's going to come. What is your selling point tonight? I hope we don't have one. I hope we don't have one. I hope financial difficulty is not your selling point when you just give up. I hope that the problems that you got going on in your marriage, that that's not your your selling point where you want to give up. Because guess what? It's not about that. It's not about you, but it's about doing his work. It's about building his kingdom. It's about moving forward. The devil wants to get you so wrapped up in those things that you can't see what is important. And what is important is the souls of men and women that are dying. As we speak right now, as we are here and we are joined the Holy Ghost that we feel in here, there are people that are dying right now and they're facing eternity. I tell you, God has called us to such a great fight, such a great war, such a great battle. And I want to please the one that has selected me. In case you don't know, God has handpicked at you. If you're baptized in Jesus' name and filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost, he's called you to do this work. And be not deceived. If you don't have the Holy Ghost, he wants to fill you with the Holy Ghost so you can join this battle. Come on. You can join this fight. You can join such a great thing as this. 
You can be seated tonight. The devil is flooding the hearts of men and women with so many different things. When I say that, I'm talking about people that have this born-again experience. As they are letting go, they're backing down on principles. They're backing down on what is right and what is true. I'm thankful tonight for the leadership that we have that don't bend, that don't budge. I don't care how the world changes. I don't care what new thing they come up against, they come with, that we cannot look at and identify and know who's behind it, knows who's pulling the strings. Come on. The devil will come at you with everything that he has. And it's more important that the de- just like the devil comes hard, the church has to come even harder. Come on, the devil ain't holding back. He's not pulling back any punches. And the church can't be limp-wristed. The church got to be strong. The church got to be standing firm. Come on, if you're letting down, then you are going to crumble. You're going to fall. You're going to give in. But God ain't told us to be that. He's called us to stand for what is right. He's called us to stand. Let's remain standing tonight. I understand tonight the devil would love nothing more to wrap us up with the cares of this life. I know that there's financial problems in this place. I know that. I know that there's there 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 can be problems in a relationship. We've all went through that kind of thing. But more importantly, you can't let those things cause you to lose focus on what you've been called to be a part of. And that is God has called you to be a part of his kingdom. He's called you to pull people out of the pit of hell. He's called you to shine this light that comes with this gospel. It's caused you to shine it in a dark place that people can see the way out. Tonight I know that it's not, it's not about me. I can stand here and I can say that. I go through problems. There's, problem, there's relationship problems. There's, there's, there's financial problems. We all go through it. But at the end of the day, we have to understand what it's all about. We can't get entangled. Paul told Timothy, don't get entangled with the cares of this life. A man that warth doesn't entangle himself with the cares of this life. If you do, then that means you're not fighting. You're not fighting. You're not fighting for what you ought to be fighting for. You're fighting a carnal fight. You're fighting a carnal battle. And we know that this fight that we're a part of is not carnal. But it's spiritual. It is spiritual. It is a spiritual battle. Okay? I don't care. You can't put on gloves and punch a spirit and hit a spirit. You fight a spirit with prayer. You fight a spirit with reading God's word and getting it in your heart. You fight a spirit by going in the devil's territory and teaching somebody a Bible study and showing them the truth of the scriptures. That's how you fight a spiritual battle. It's not carnal. Your words aren't going to win anything. At the end of the day, 
If that's what you're going to be about and that's all you're going to be about, you're going to lose. You're going to lose. You're going to lose what the blessing that God has blessed you with and you're going to lose out eternally. I'm not in it to lose tonight. I want to win. I want to win tonight. I want to win tonight. I can't lose what God has placed inside of me. We can't lose our families to this world. We can't do it. And the devil, be not deceived, the devil wants to destroy families. He wants to destroy marriages. He wants to. But I want to be, I want to know what he, what he, he's trying to do. And in, and in knowing that, I want to know what I need to do. And that is get down and pray. And ask God to intervene because I need your help. When you feel like you're about to lose your mind, it's time to pray. When you feel like you don't know how this thing is going to work out, it's time to pray. It's time to open up God's word and get refilled with the Holy Ghost. Get back to that place where God first filled you with his spirit. Let us lift up our hands tonight and begin to call upon the name of the Lord. I feel the Holy Ghost in here tonight. Come on, you can get so caught up in fighting one another and you still lose out. You can get so caught up and tangled in false doctrine and you miss the truth. I don't want to miss out tonight. Come on, let us call upon the name of the Lord tonight. Come on, we need to call upon the name of the Lord tonight. We need to call on him like never before tonight. The church can't lose its focus. We can't lose our focus on what he's called us to be a part of. He didn't call us to be a part of this world. He didn't call us to make as much money as we possibly can in this world. He called us to be a part of this battle. These altars are open tonight. I invite somebody to come down and recommit yourself to the Lord. Rededicate yourself to the Lord and say, Lord, I want to fight this battle that you've called me to be a part of. I don't want to be entangled with the cares of this life. I know that you're going to work it all out. I know that you got everything under control. Help me to stay focused on what I need to be focused on. And that is reaping this harvest. That is sharing this gospel. Come on, let us call upon the name of the Lord tonight. Away, away to hear your voice and to meet with you. Nothing else matters. My one desire is to worship you. I live to worship you. Jesus, we thank you, Lord. To worship you, I live. To worship you, I live. To worship you, I live. 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 I live
worship you, Thank I you, Lord, live. We pray. To worship you, I live. I live to worship you. Away, away from the noise, alone with you. Away, away to hear your voice and to meet with you. Nothing else matters. My one desire is to worship you. I live to worship you. I live. I live to worship you.